Good morning, everybody. I am doing a special bonus episode about AEW's Full Gear 2020 pay-per-view. I would have to say, it's not only the, it's not only one of the best AEW pay-per-views of all time, but one of the best paper, wrestling pay-per-views of all time, period. As you may notice, I'm not only a fan of WWE, I do like AEW as well. It is a new up-and-coming brand of wrestling. It is, right now, it's... Right now, it's as high as those peak, and I feel like it's going to reach even higher and higher, and the amount of talent in the company is going to break that glass ceiling. So, big thanks to Tony Khan for providing us with a brand of wrestling that we are not ever, ever, ever going to forget, and we're going to keep talking about it longer and longer and longer as the years and years to come. So, big shout out to Tony Khan for providing us with the best of the best in wrestling. This event will take place at the Daily's Place, with 1,000 fans in attendance, with a buy rate of 100,000. Pretty high stuff pay per view, that is. This event will take place on November 7, 2020, in Jacksonville, Florida. The tagline? Don't chase dreams, hunt goals. And I was excited. Even on the pre-show, we saw Serena Deb, the NBA World Women's Champion, defeating Allison K by submission. Pretty good match here. As you may know, Serena Deb Serena Deb used to be a WWE superstar when she was part of the Straight Edge Society, led by CM Punk back in '09 through 2010. Pretty good match back and forth here. I'm also a big Allison K fan too. She's an upcoming wrestler. I follow her on Instagram. I was impressed by her style wrestling as well. But for Serena Deb to defeat her submission as a huge win, knowing how good Allison K is. All right, we open the show with possibly one of the greatest opening matches of all time for any pay-per-view. We have the finals for the AEW World Championship Eliminator Tournament, where the winner will receive a future AEW World Championship match. The match will be team, the match will be contested between Kenny Omega and Hangman Adam Page. Man, oh man, these two used to be the former AEW Tag Team Champions earlier this year before they lost it. FTR. Wow. Amazing back and forth contest. These two know each other's moves inside and out like a freaking dictionary. <laughs> oh my god. I'm a big fan of both Kenny Omega and Hangman Adam Page. Like forever, ever. This will be one of the greatest pay view matches of all time. Kenny Omega got the win with 16 minutes and 25 seconds, making them officially the new number one contender to the AEW World Championship. Hangman Adam Page. I swear to God, one of the best wrestlers, technical and high flat at the same time as well. I love it. I love both these guys. These guys are the future of AEW. Man, they're going to bring this company to new heights. I swear to God. If you, if you have not seen AEW or even watched and have not seen the pay-per-view yet, you have to tune in. It's on Fight I think it should be on Fight TV have pay-per-view. Maybe catch on YouTube, but... Pretty much, this is a pay-per-view opening match you're not going to want to miss. You're going to want to watch it over and over and over again. Big praises to Kenny Omega and Hankman Adam Page. Next up, we'll see Orange Cassidy defeat John Silver. 9 minutes, 40 seconds here. There was even a point in this match where John Silver was busted open. I don't know too much of John Silver fan. Orange Cassidy, this guy's popularity is through the freaking roof. We saw what he did, we saw what he did in the Moses match against... Jericho at the previous pay-per-view event. Wow. For a guy that wears sunglasses, coming out 
in a jean jacket and jeans, and has his hands in his pockets. I thought, at first, this is pretty weird, but it's something different. I liked it a lot. I really did. So, Orange Cassidy getting a win here. He, he has my vote. That's very popularity. Sky high. So, big win to Orange Cassidy here over John Silver. Next up, this is one I've been looking forward to since this event. Darby Allen versus Cody Rhodes. As you know, Cody Rhodes didn't win a lawsuit to get his last name back. He's now officially back to being Cody Rhodes. With Arn Anderson. They two are going to battle for the AWTNT Championship. What a match. Darby Allen winning. This gruesome match. I cannot praise. I think, for me, this match would be 5 out of 5 stars. If I had to do a rating, this match would be 5 out of 5. Darby Allen is so freaking good that this kid, I want him to become the AW World Champion one day. That's, that's how much I believe in Darby Allen. He is the freaking future of professional wrestling itself. Make him a Heritage AEW, make him one day the AEW World Champion. I swear to God, I love this kid. I really do. Darby Allen always pressing me. Every any match he wrestles in, you're gonna you're gonna be entertained. You're gonna you're gonna wanna watch. You're gonna want more and more and more. Big shout out to Cody Rose here. Even at the end of the match presenting Darby Allen with the championship belt as well. Before these two got attacked after the matchup here, even Darby Allen one time driven through a car. So, pretty surreal here, but Darby Allen is the new TNT champion. Kudos to Darby Allen. You deserve it. You deserve it. All right, next up we will see Hakuro Shida defending the AW Women's Champion against Nyla Rose with Vicky Raw at her ringside. Nyla Rose, I'm a big Nyla Rose fan. Even last year, when she was the AW Women's Champion. But if you see Hakuro Shida's style of wrestling here, it's pretty, really badass. Like, you take her stature, she's not that big of a woman. She's kind of petite against a big stature, the big stature of Nyla Rose here. You expect Nyla Rose to probably regain her championship belt. But Hakuro Shida to step it up and get the win. Hard fought battle, even with Vicky Rowe interfering at ringside in this matchup. Kirishida probably might be up there, well, probably going to be remembered in the future, no matter what kind of women come through this industry as one of the greatest AW Women's Champions of all time. I will say this, Kirishida is the future of women's wrestling here, and big shout out to her. Love the matchup. Next up, we have a history-making tag team matchup for the AW World Tag Team Champions. The Young Bucks challenging FTR, Cash Wheeler, and Dax Harwood. Mind you, if the AW, if Young Bucks had lost, they would never see a shot at the AW World Tag Team Champions again. But to make it even, Tully Blanchard was barred from ringside. What can I say? There was a lot, a lot of near falls in this matchup. Both teams, mind you, Matt Jackson had an injury coming to this matchup here. It was even unsure if he was going to even wrestle at this event. Wow, big shout out to both Young Bucks. Let me tell you this. FTR, they're good. They won tag team champions everywhere they've been, no matter where they go. But the Young Bucks, as their career stands, these guys are the hardest working tag team of all time. The hardest working. They're part of the group elite with Kenny Omega, Hangman Adam Page, I think. But at the same time, if you're going to take a look at the hardest tag team, tag team, working tag team of all time, you got to put him up there with the likes of maybe 
Road Warriors, the Dudley Boys, Edge and Christian, the Fabulous Freebirds. You know, all of them, the hardest working tag team of all time. They get the win and become the new AW World Tag Team Champions. This match will last 28 minutes and 35 seconds. Holy shit. I, I, if any tag team match, you got to see, no matter what company, what industry, what era, go back and watch the tag team matchup here. This will become one of the best tag team matches of all time. I swear to God, I... Yo, big kudos to the young, to the FTR too, providing us with one of the great tag team matches. Even back in WWE when FTR was in there as um the revival or the mechanics, as you must say, like these guys are really good. Go to every tag team, any brand that they were at WWE, they will become the tag team champions. It sucks when they left WWE, but golden opportunity to go to AEW. I was thinking, hmm, these guys can become really bigger than they were at WWE. If they're AEW. And they are. No matter what. This was their first loss. I'm pretty sure FTR will be tag champions one day. No matter what. I'm pretty 100% sure of that. These guys are the future. Both tactics are the future of this business. And I just hope to give us many great matches like this. I want to see more. I would actually put the champ fight forever. When it comes to FTR and the Unbuffs. Really amazing. Probably the best match of the night. Probably the best match of the night. Next up, we will see the del- delete deletion match between Matt Hardy and Sammy Guevara. Mind you, we had a deletion match that'll be involving Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt. This time, we'll see it here between Matt Hardy and Sammy Guevara. What a weird match this is. But this is extremely fun to watch. You will see this take place outside in the dark at Matt Hardy's compound. Sammy Guevara driving in, lowered in the drone, flying in. Seeing that Sammy Guevara and Matt Hardy tackle from behind on that truck, we will see a ring. We will see Private Party interfere here too, as we saw Ortiz and Santana by the inner circle interfering in that matchup as well. We even had a ring set up in Matt Hardy's backyard. We will see fireworks, explosions. We will see ladders, tables, a freaking coffin in the background. I don't know why it was never used, but that would be pretty cool if it was used. Oh man, even a spot in the matchup where where Sammy Guevara was put to a table and the back of his head was just ugh busted open. Jesus Christ, I've never seen a match rules just like this before. Oh man, my heart got to win the nineteen minutes and thirty nine seconds here. But like I said, the fun part of this match. Not not minus the table spot in the warehouse. But the fireworks, they were just shooting at each other here. Oh, and get this, we even saw an appearance by the Hurricane Helms. And gang grow. What the fuck? <laughs> yes, a WT a WQF moment. This was freaking unbelievable. Like gang grow. We have not seen gang grow on TV in the year. Then we see him in AEW and the backyard of Matt Hardy and Hurricane Hamilton, who is a close friend of Matt Hardy. Uh, how he was overall in their career. Wow, this was an extremely fun match to watch. I I would actually go back and watch the match again. This is how fun this match was to watch. Holy crap. <laughs> So surreal here. Very freaking surreal. Next up, we will see MJF. Well, so one on one against Chris Jericho. Mind you, if MJF won, him and Wardlow will become new members of the Inner Circle. This match lasts 16 minutes and 10 seconds with MJF getting surprisingly the victory over Chris Jericho, becoming new members of the Inner Circle. And mind you, Jericho, oh man, his theme song alone. This is how big of a star Jericho is. 
he thought he was big in the WWE throughout his entire career? Yes. Soon as he came to AEW, full-blown world champion, was the first ever AEW world champion. He had a nice title when he lost against um, John Moxley early this, year, early this year at Revolution in February. Mind you, when this guy comes out, his theme song, Judas, by his own band, Fozzy, probably one of the best theme songs ever, and even if the, the music stops, you hear the fans just still sing his theme song, it is so freaking surreal. If you have fans at that capacity singing your theme song, when anytime you come out here, you're huge. You're way over. You are over to the moon. This is how Jericho's over with the fans here. This is how his popularity skyrockets. I'll even have to say his popularity may be big as Austin's one day. So don't go see Boston, who is the greatest of all time. Chris Jericho, I'm a huge Jericho fan. Whether he was a good guy or a bad guy, I just love him Chris Jericho. I love him myself. I love his appearance. I love his comedy skits. I love, love, love Chris Jericho. I cannot praise this enough about Jericho. He is the GOAT. Right now, he is the GOAT. He's the greatest of all time. Like I said, any greatest of all time in any wrestling era to this day, Chris Jericho. Really, one thing I have to shout out about. I feel like MGF may be can get that push that he needs to get in the main in the spotlight. Maybe beat Big Jericho one day, but MJF has, MJF has a bright future in AEW, and not only that, in all of wrestling history. Next up, we will see the main event between John Moxley and Eddie Kingston. This will be an eye quit match for the AEW World Championship. Brutal matchup here. We saw Broadway. I think we saw tags, tables, chairs. Oh my God, this is a brutal eye quit matchup here. John Moxley, ever since winning the championship, he has defended against anybody and anybody. This is pretty freaking surreal. I love John Moxley. I, I actually will say this much. I love John Moxley's character than the better than I love the Dean Ambrose character in WWE. Dean Ambrose character was pretty good. I feel like WWE could have pushed him more with that, but they didn't. He only conspired to have him win the championship in 2016 and hope maybe like four or five months before losing to AJ Styles. The thing is that, I don't know. I really feel like, you know, as soon as John Moxley came to AEW, he was practically put at the top, positioned at the top like that, you know? Even go back to AEW Full Gear 2019, you see that license between him and Kenny Omega. That match, freaking extreme. That could have been an ECW match of the year if ECW is still around. But to think that, you know, him being the leader, the future of AEW and his world champion, now, honestly, it's probably getting the biggest push he's ever had in his life in his career. He's on top. I hope he stays on top. I like I like to see him be hold that championship for like a few more months, even like another year if he could. Because John Moxley is gonna bring out the best of you, no matter if he's hit with chairs, tables, slash with barbed wires, don't do dumb tacks. He was still taking and come back at you ten times harder. I appreciate John Moxley as a wrestler, as an entertainer, as a spokesperson. Like, he's the leader right now at the AW locker room. And, mind you, John Moss and Eddie Kingston are best friends. Hey, I don't know much about Eddie Kingston, but I see Bright Region is what as well. And it's present law. John Moss had to take the barbed wire, wrap around his face to make Eddie Kingston say, I quit. Pretty extreme here. John Moss is still the champion. This match will last 17 minutes and 35 seconds. I'll admit, you know, this whole pay-per-view from start to finish had me... It had me jump out of my chair. It had me jump out of my sofa. I was watching this event. Pretty freaking surreal. I, I expect nothing less when AW Revolution preview Sunday, February 27th, 2021. It's going to be pretty damn cool. I cannot wait for it. AW is future wrestling here no matter what. I think it's safe to say that our wrestling future is 
pretty much going to get better and better and better, especially AEW events. So freaking awesome. Alrighty, thank you guys for listening to this bonus episode about AEW's Full Gear 2020. We'll see you next time. I may not have, I may have another bonus episode as well, but you got to wait. You got to wait. You got to wait until I do it. All right, thank you. Everybody have a good morning. Stay safe. God bless.